Hey everybody, welcome to the Faith and Fandom Podcast. This is Hector Mirai with Faith and Fandom. And big news, Faith and Fandom is now officially part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. You can find the show at lovethynerd.com slash faithandfandom first. And uh, you'll be able to check out other places a little bit later. But we are excited today to be joined, finally, finally joined by uh, Karen Whitfield, the bronze age Batgirl and just excited to be able to do so hi Karen it's good to finally be doing this hi Hector thank you for inviting me to your show and we've been talking about doing this for what almost two years now I feel like it's been if not longer since June of 2021 (laughs) (laughs) yep there you go it has been just a hair over yeah that's awesome um so before we go any further, just to introduce yourself, or tell tell us who you are, tell us what it means to be the Bronze Age Batgirl, and you know, let's go into there. Okay, um, again, I'm Karen Whitfield, the Bronze Age Batgirl. I traveled um, performing live performances and signing autographs with Adam West and Burt Ward, Batman and Robin, uh, since from 1978 to 1985 ish, and. Um, it was just a wonderful bat journey. And the Bronze Age Batgirl is actually the years from 1970 to 1985. And as we all know, Yvonne Craig was the original Batgirl that was on the Batman 66 series. And she was the Silver Age Batgirl, which was 1956 to 1970. Um, and so when I met them in 77 and then became Batgirl in 78, I was in that time frame of the comics. Sweet. And um you uh you were my neighbor at a Comic Con and it was your first Comic Con. And first off, I'm like really grateful because like that almost didn't work out. Like it was my take we weren't supposed to be next to each other. Ah. And um there was a kind of a mix up of where our tables were gonna be, and I was gonna be on another corner and we were like literally shifting tables around and you and I ended up next to each other. And it was almost um, uh, my friend LJ who does uh, poetry in motion. He does like the nerd slam and stuff like that. And um, I think technically he was going to end up next to you. And then I moved. Um, I was like, (laughs) I was like, I'll take the Batgirl person. You go, you go that way. And um, I'm glad because I, it was my very first one, June 20, um, June, in 2021 at Fayetteville, North Carolina Fayetteville Comic Con. It was my very first one. And I called Keith Gibbs, the promoter, late and let him know who I was. And I was ready to come out because I should have been in the Oak City Comic Con in April of 2020. But of course, they canceled. Um, and so the next one, when they started up, was June. And I contacted Keith and he let me come in. It was late. That's why he didn't have me over there by the celebrities. Um, so he kind of stuck me, um, he stuck me back there and I, in which I was very thankful and happy because I love being there. And again, I was able to sit next to you and as well as I met Clarence Adams and Kaz and um, Kaz's girlfriend, Kirsten, and they've become very good friends of mine. Um, and if, and also Sean, he was on the end. Um, gosh, Sean's last name just um, went went out of my mind. But they, um, I, I just love being back there like that. And we had a lot of people come back there, and it was a lot of fun. And you know, we had a 
a door that we could exit if we had to right next to us almost. So it was really, it was really a great place to be. And I, and I really enjoyed it. And it wouldn't, and I would never have met you all if I had not been placed there. So I was happy. Yeah. I'm definitely see it as a like blessed divine appointment to actually get to be in that yes, spot with you. Both of us. Um, so you've got two full years of Comic-Con travel and you've been all over the place. You've been, <laughs> uh rocking pretty hard with this um so how many shows do you think you've done in the last two years close to 50 <laughs> including um a couple of com- well about three comic book stores uh, i'm gonna do my first bookstore this august and uh wait for us since i wrote a book i can now be- i can um also be in bookstores so yeah I've, I've gone everywhere and you know my first year i was invited to San Diego Comic-Con, which is really great. They had their mini-con that November of 2021 um, because, you know, they didn't come back full force yet until 2022. Um, And, you know, it was such an honor to be in that. And I was very surprised that they had invited me. And they've invited me last year in 2022. And I'm going for my third year this week on the 19th. I'm headed out there. So it's, yeah, it's been really great. Um. So with that, what do you feel like has been uh, your best convention experience so far? Not, not necessarily the best show, not you have to, but like just your favorite experience. Well, meeting the fans. I mean, I really enjoyed meeting the fans because when I had left um, L.A. back in um, 1985 and to move back home to North Carolina, Comic-Cons had not started yet. We had we did not um, visit those. We had we were doing car shows and opening of malls and stores and fundraisers and things like that. So Comic-Cons had not started. And then when I started raising my children, I did not um, visit Comic-Cons. I didn't go there because I just knew that once I did, it would be in my spirit to be part of it. And I was, I was, I came back to raise my children and, and, and be a mother and have a family. But I knew that once I walked in that door that it would um I would I would feel like I was at home and I would want to go back but yet um you know it wasn't time you know and I just um and that's why I kind of stayed away from it until my very first one which was in June when I met you that was my very first one so when I walked in I'm, I'm talking about visiting being in it you know, whatever. So I feel like when I walked in there, I was at home immediately. I, I have enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the fans. I've enjoyed the cosplayers, um, you know, the Batman, uh, Batgirls, Robins, um, you know, all the characters I've, uh, I've seen and, and met um, and personally, you know, in and out of their suits and children. I really love the children and I do videos with all of them and it's, it, they're really, really sweet. And they're so excited to meet me also. I bet. I mean, I've, and I've got to watch just the literal joy that just happens with a lot of these people getting to interact with you. So that's, that's just a neat thing. Um, so you stayed away from it because you just didn't want to get sucked into there. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I loved being uh, that. I loved being that girl. Um, I loved uh, what we did, but I, I came to an age um, then to, you know, make a decision to come, ha- you know, to have children and be a mom. And I decided to come back to North Carolina because I wanted to raise them here where we are, where I am. I'm, I'm in North Carolina now. Um, where are you, Hector? I'm in North Carolina. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in Lumberton. <laughs> 
North Carolina. Anyway, so yes, and I knew that once I um, I came back, I would go 100 miles an hour and exactly what I've done. And I, I'm glad I'm back. It was all about timing. I'm really glad I'm back. And um, so that that's basically, you know, basically what happened. So how did you get the job initially as Batgirl? How did that transpire? Well, not, not to spoil your whole book or anything, but you know. <laughs> Oh, no, no. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot more in my book than than what I'll say. Um, so, well, I was working at Hertz Rental Car in 1977, and Burt Ward walked in. He was uh, going to be at a personal appearance in Durham, and he walked in, and um, he saw me. And you know, I I I know that you're a man of faith, and uh, I am as well. Um, uh, uh, you know, very faithful, and. You know, and I feel like it was just all meant to be. It was just all in the timing. And, you know, maybe it was uh, God leading that situation that happened. But he, we met and we became very fast friends. And he uh, was going to, a, uh, uh, I guess, a car, a car show or opening of a car lot or something in Durham. And he came back um, and then he did some traveling. Then he came back about four or five days late, maybe a week later. And we, um, you know, exchange numbers. Um, and I, next thing I know, like three months later, I have moved from North Carolina to California and I uh, saw him as Robin in January. Then March, I saw Adam as um, Batman. And then it just basically took off. I was with them and, um, you know, and Adam asked me if I'd like to be uh, the next, you know, the traveling Batgirl, which I was done, the Bronze Age Batgirl a mantle to, to do that with them. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cause Yvonne wasn't traveling at the time. She was in her mid forties and she wasn't traveling at the time after the show. And this was 10 years after the show had ended. And that was after the bat um, family um, comic had come out in 1975. And then in 1977 was the Batman adventures animated on television in February. And it ran until May uh, 16, um, seasons or I'm mean, sorry, 16 episodes, two seasons. And when I met them, him in September, and then I started traveling with them um, in January, well, uh, January with um, Bert and then uh, March with the two of them. Um, I, it was needed. I mean, they wanted a bad girl and Yvonne wasn't traveling and it worked out perfectly because it was during the bronze age comic years. And those two uh, that animated had come out. So it, it just worked out perfectly. And all the little girls and moms would always ask them where, um, where, where Batgirl was. And, and then when I came out, they never questioned that I wasn't in the purple and gold. I was wearing the black suit and the blue cape as in the animated series and also the comic. So everyone just knew, um, that they were in the TV series and, and that they were with me uh, through the comic era. So, you know, it really, it really worked. And um, Adam was 49, Bert was 32 and I was 20 and they had been traveling suited up probably just a few years. Uh, and they kept suiting up until I believe 1988 um, to 89 when Michael Keaton was named Batman and they stopped suiting up themselves and just went out to Comic-Con stressed normally. And that's when Yvonne went out as well, when she just stressed regular uh, to meet the fans. Wow. Literally just part of the whole transitioning of that. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so like when you, so how did your, your run end? Like when did that stop? Um, in 1980. 
before I, I believe I moved home, um, I decided to make, I just came home just to see what I wanted to do because I'm from a large family and um, California, you know, I'm from here in North Carolina and back in 1980, you know, 485, you know, our world here in North Carolina was a bit different than it is now. <laughs> it's really uh, been exposed to a lot of diversity and things like that. And back then it was not quite so much, but, um, and I never, I didn't get a chance to come home often because we were traveling all the time and we didn't even have, you know, answering machines. Maybe by the time in 84, 85, we did, I don't remember, but for a long time, I just didn't get to see my family like I wanted to. And so I missed them uh, uh, quite often. So I decided that I needed to make some changes in my life. And um, I was getting older. So I knew I wanted to be a mother. And I decided to come back just to see how I felt and take some time. And I decided to stay. I did go back out and met them a couple of times and traveled um, in a couple of places and um, back to California to see the um, that family. And then I decided to, to hang up my cape and um, hide in my back cave for um, 35 years <laughs> until I decided to come back out and well to write my book. So um, I came back in 2016, the rebirth of DC from New York to Burbank and to see the um, that family and see everyone. Then on my way back home, um, I think it was the second time that I visited them that year in 19, uh, 2016. Um, and we had lost Yvonne in 2015. And I was really upset about that when I found out that we had lost her. And, um, and so when I went out there in 2016, I met um, everyone. And then on the way back from the um, from there, I was on the airplane and I decided maybe I should write a book. And I took down, I took, when I got home, I took out um, my box of the Batgirl treasures that I have. And, and um, honestly, I prayed about it and I felt like if it was the right thing to do, um, God would lead me to that path. And he did. And I wrote a book. It took me two and a half years, but I started it in January of 2017, which was the 50th anniversary of that girl. And so that was a, a great time to start. And, um, and I published it in 2019. And then 20, I had uh, some comic con set up. And then of course, the world stopped. <laughs> and then I started yeah. in 2021. That's awesome. And like when you like in 84, did you ever really see this becoming a big portion of your life? I like I knew like when you started to write the book and everything, but like in those years in between, did you ever see this being like what you would come back to? No, I I thought it would be one of those um, times in my life that I had gone through and I learned from and helped me grow because I wouldn't be the person I am today if I had not ever done that. And I traveled with them and, um, and, and, and I mean, it, it, it was a huge world and I would not have been the same, honestly, but I didn't think I'd ever come back to it because I knew I was going to be a mom and let life take me to where, you know, uh, the paths that, uh, God led me down and I never really did until that happened. And again, I feel like he brought me back out because, I have, um, I feel like I have witnessed to a lot of people. I've, um, met a lot of people since this has happened. And, and I, and, uh, and when I, when that, when I started writing the book, I knew I'm like, I don't even really read books. <laughs> and here I'm writing a book, you know. So I felt like it was the right thing to do. I did pray about it. And I told God if he 
wanted me to go down that path, open all the doors, and I will walk through each door he opens. And to be honest with you, I have met a lot of earth angels, and you're one of them, Hector, because you are sitting right next to me on my first Comic-Con. And when you told me that you are a pastor, I knew right then that was a huge confirmation for me to be there at that particular spot next to you. So, you know, I, I, that's, that's the, that's what happened. And, and I'm still doing it. And I, I pray constantly and, you know, and I do meet people and they write to me and um, I feel like um, I've been some type of witness. So, and I feel like this is like a, been a platform for me to get out there to meet people. And um, I'm not, you know, one of the, you know, holy rollers that you hear about. And in my book, it doesn't appear to be that, but I do put in my book that I have a huge faith. And I feel like um, that, you know, um, I was led down that path. Um, and the very first time, I mean, I feel like when I met Burt Ward, my mother probably had prayed for him because she was a huge uh, de devout um a Baptist uh, Christian, and I had I was around a few people that she didn't care for me to be around, and you know he basically took me three thousand miles away from all of, all of that, and I feel like that that was the path that um, he might have been her angel, you know, looking back in life. Literally, Robin swooped in to save you from <laughs> your future decisions, yeah. and he you know, and he said all the holy words to think about that. <laughs> yeah. And he said, you know, Holy Spirit, you know, Batman. I mean, you know what I mean? That's the yeah. whole, he, he, so we, we just don't, you know, I mean, we, we don't know. God works in mysterious ways. We don't know what happens and all we can do is, um, and, and to feel that, feel that. And if you listen and walk down the path, you never know where you're going to be. And that's the whole, um, the whole, um, wonderful thing about it. So uh, what's your relationship with D.C. now, like on an official capacity and stuff? What's that look like? Well, good question. I do have a contract with them. Um, I have a three page contract. When I wrote the book, I, I felt like it was the right thing to do to ask them if I could use the pictures and the, and the story, because, you know, um, I didn't want them to pull the book off the shelves and or anything. So I did uh, call them and we had a long conversation and. Um, with Jim Lee's secretary and I, and then I was, uh, I, I had given, I had to send my synopsis of the book and pictures that I wanted to use to the uh, manager of the permissions department. And uh, they approved it. Um, that was in September of 2019. I'm sorry, 2019. No, excuse me, I'm getting my dates, September of 2018, because I called them on Adam's birthday, September 19, 2018. So I called them. And then in December, they uh, contacted me back and said that it was approved and they would be sending me the contract soon. And then another three months later, the contract came. They were very, very fair. Um, they are allowing me to um, be in and out of the suit. They're allowing me to travel all over the country. Uh, they said I can have um, one time I said they said I couldn't have a banner, but I can. They just didn't want D.C. to be put on uh, the banner or any of the materials. So so uh, I've got my own name on the material because they weren't actually promoting me to do it, but they gave me the authorization, which was wonderful. Um, and all they really asked me for was to keep the book in English and to send them five hard, 
copies of the books. I sent five hard copies and two softbacks. And I signed them and I have no idea who got them. But um, they don't micromanage me, but they I'm sure they do have uh, feelers out there just to make sure I'm doing the right thing. And I'm definitely one of their product and I'm so happy to be back in their family. That's amazing. And that's the first time uh, I got an official piece of mail from D.C. I was I was so worried. I was like. I saw it and I knew just looking at the envelope, I'm like, oh no, I've upset DC and they're about to shut me down for something. Cause like, I make sure I'm doing all things properly yeah. in my channels, but still, and it literally had slipped my mind that I had been like on the background actor for the swamp thing show and they were mailing my oh. deck. So I was like, oh, I was like, I was expecting a cease and desist and it was like, here's your paycheck. And I'm like, oh. wow. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Cause I, I didn't ex like I got hired through a an extras company. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't expect to get actual mail from DC. And then I was like, yeah. oh, because like I, yeah. once I once I saw that thing coming, I was like, oh no, this is it. It's over. <laughs> um, you know, and that's a great thing that you're able to do that. Did you did you uh, actually take a picture of it and frame it or anything? <laughs> I, I I took a picture. I don't know where that picture is now, but you know, I'm sure I, could, I might be able to find it. Um, put it on social media somewhere. I'll look that up later, actually. But like, that's the yeah. I think I was having so much anxiety over. It. <laughs> I was like, and then once I opened, I was like, oh okay. Whew. Um, and Jim Lee, he signed my contract, so I've got uh, that that copy with my first very first book that I had to preview to say that. Um, or review to say that it, it's good uh, oh, from wow. the printers, and so I have those beside each other in a in a uh, in a um, like a shadow box, you know. So, but I, I also want to tell you, we're talking about uh, faith of, of things happening the way they're supposed to. So when I decided to come back home and I decided to stay because I wanted to be a mom, my first child was born on Adam West's birthday, September nineteenth. You know, how does that happen, right? That's I amazing. Mean, that is amazing. It's just, it was just meant to be. I know it's, it's, it's ironic. And of course she feels like she's bat royalty. She's born on Batman's birthday and <laughs> bat, bat girl's daughter born on Batman's birthday. Like all the things she, named, she came nine days early. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so like, I know you talked about your book writing process and it took you two years to do it. Um, why do you feel like it was your biggest challenge in actually writing your book? Um, well, when Adam passed away, I started in January and he passed away uh, in June that year, um, 2017. And I put that down for a bit uh, because uh, it just, it was a shock. It was a shock to the whole world, I believe. And I, I just, um, just had to, to lay it down for a bit to uh, regroup. Um, and then I picked it back up and kept on. I, Felt like him saying, okay, it's time to, to pick it back up and, and keep on writing. And, you know, I, that, um, I put it down for that reason. And then a couple other things that, um, just happened in my life. And, you know, you, you just, sometimes you have to put it down because I, I'm an, I'm nocturnal. I can stay up all night long and I would, I would write all night and then I'd go to bed and, and sleep for a couple hours. And I look at it like, wow, you know, I wrote those things, but then you, you, you come to a wall that you have to just step back from and then go forward again. And that's why I believe it took me two and a half years because, um, 
because of those reasons. But then you get to a point where I just couldn't stop. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to go this far and let it go. I have to finish it, even if I give all my books away and I don't sell them at the Comic Cons or or myself. You know, I, I, I have to do this. You know, I'm not one of those to put something down and not finish it. So I did. I'm so grateful and honored that I that I did. Um, do you see another book in your future? Thanks for asking. I'm writing a second edition right now. Um, I'm not going to able, I'm not able to publish it um, or use a publisher. I published it myself the first time and I thought about using a publisher for the second time. And on my contract, I do have to let them know who the publisher is um, to move forward. But I'm just waiting a bit because, um, you know, everything that's going on in DC, I just want to, I'm just stepping back and I'm waiting for that time uh, to let, you know, uh, I'm waiting for, you know, got to say it's time. And I'm also writing my own comic book too. Um, so I have a comic cover, um, Vernon Smith. He, um, he drew that for me and I just love it and I sell it. And, um, I'm going to use that for my cover probably. And then my back of my book for the back of the cover. And, uh, so I'm writing it parallel to what my book is. Cause you know, a lot of people don't like don't read. And so I'm, I want to write my own comic to let them, you know, to have a comic. Cause they, I, I mean, people come to my, my booth and they always love, you know, do you have any comic books? And I do sell comic books as well. I just don't, uh, I wish I could sell the one that, you know, that Batgirl was, um, but you know, they're so expensive, you know, so but I do sell some Batgirl. That, that's why I said I like to have my own. And I'm trying to also get my book audible as well because people listen to books they don't always um read them so but thanks for asking yes i'm working on my second edition and one thing that i found has been really helpful for me too is um uh i i'm not on audible per se um but one of the things that i've experienced is that i i will as i'm writing new chapters and even for the last few books i've written i'll record each chapter as an audio podcast ah. And so like just one chapter at a time as a podcast. And then like, that's done really well as far as people being able to listen and jump in on it that way has been All functional. Right. So that may, even if you don't get on audible, if you even just go back and record each chapter as a uh, podcast, I think people would really oh, that's quick. A great idea. Heck, I didn't even think about that. Um, so just start my own podcast and record the pages. Yeah. That would may be awesome. And if you just on average, and I think, you know, have, as reading through your book, I think that, you know, you're probably looking at 15 to 20 minutes a chapter. That's not oh. a that's not a crazy long thing for a podcast. I think it go well and you can actually like lump it. One of the great things about like podcast networking and stuff is that like if I load it to one place where like my podcasts go, it's going to Apple Music, it's going to Google, it's going to iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. And so there's a you'll get a kind of a cool reach with that. Um, oh, that's. Oh, that's that's a great idea. I never even thought about that. And they're very short chapters. I wanted them to be short um, because, you know, in case people don't read and, you know, so I think I thought or, you know, just so they can have a quick read. It doesn't take um, a while. And then, you know, the the older people that actually watch the 66 show, you know, I uh, want them to be able to read it and not feel like they, you know, that it's it's uh, not doable. So. Right. And a neat thing, too, is. um. If you, because I know you went through you know, the route you went with your publishing, if you even ever publish it on Kindle, something, a neat thing that I didn't realize is when I started, and it might not have happened when I started, but like uh, 
any book that's on Kindle and Amazon device. I don't want to say the name because there's one in the corner. Um, but uh, the Amazon device can just read you any Kindle book too. So <laughs> they, I am on Amazon. My book is on Amazon and, okay. and people do um, buy it through Kindle and also Blurb. It's there as well. And by the way, since we're talking about it, here it is. <laughs> Bat Driven West. Bat Driven West because I was Bat Driven when I went out there and Adam West and I went West from so North Carolina to California. And that's my back. I love my back. I love you. I, I, the, your back is one of the neatest things I do. Yeah. Love I feel like I'm sitting in a, um, a like a, looking back into my past in a comic, uh, in a comic book, I'm looking in myself in the comic book, looking in the past. And my, my, um, illustrator is David Bissetta and he's in Spain and we've never met, but we worked together for two and a half years and we're dear, dear friends. And one day I hope I get to uh, meet him. Um, you, I feel like, I know you have a long history of like, you know, you're a Batgirl for years and everything with that prior, but um, just in terms of the con life as well, you really kind of blew up like yeah. like you instantly popped on the scene. And then it's like every con I saw for the next like year or two, like you were a guest or you were featured. And um, like, do you have any Comic-Con goals left? Like, is there anything that you want to do that you haven't done? Well, I, I would love to travel anywhere and everywhere. Now that I'm out, while I'm still um, mentally and, and physically able to, I want to go as many, many places all over the country as I can to meet all the fans. Um, you know, that I would love to do that. And I'd love to go over. I'm going to Canada in August. So I'm reaching out beyond U.S. And I would I would love to go to London and some of the places over in Europe. I mean, just even in Spain so I can meet David um, where he is, uh, the, my illustrator I just mentioned. But, yeah, I would I would love to do as many as I possibly can. Um, last year, I think I mean, I, I know I did probably 25 and two comic stores. And this year, the beginning of the year, I only did four because um you know, um, my, my son had some some um, surgery, so I waited to, for him to get through with all that. So then starting in June, now I have a lot booked the rest of the year. Um, and so starting next year, I'm going to start uh, emailing uh, people, you know, come September for next year. So I'm trying to do as many as I can. But eventually, um, Hector, I would like to go in schools maybe and take some cosplayers with me and, you know, talk, talk about the um, opioids and the problems that we have in this country um, uh, with the, with drugs. I think that would be really neat uh, to be able to do that um, and have some cosplayers we could put on a show where, you know, uh, maybe to middle schools or even elementary uh, so they can have a visual in their mind. Cause you know, um, these kids are always introduced to, to things like this, um, unfortunately, um, in situations that they may not be aware that's going to happen. And so, may so maybe they can get a visual of us telling them, you know, no, you know, um, with the villains and, you know, um, the superheroes. But that be that would be kind of uh, interesting. And then uh, churches, I would go to churches and and uh, give my testimony. You know, that's that would be uh, cool, too. So it's kind of a platform I'm sort of waiting. But also we were waiting for the uh, COVID to end because, you know, a lot of people uh, were, weren't allowing us to, you know, come in and also hospitals. I love to uh, visit um, hospitals, the cancer patients and things like that. So I have a lot in front of me. I would like to do, I'm just waiting to get there and make sure everybody's still 
you know, is it's everybody's okay with the the COVID still. Yeah. And I, I had that thought today, like uh, just the COVID experience. Cause uh, I'm a, uh, t- I'm running a superhero camp this week for my local city. And, yeah. um, and there's like an exploration station. It's a children's museum. And I've been running a superhero camp for them since uh, uh, 2015. And so we have, wow. a fir- it, it's I, fun. I would have, um, if I would known that, I, mean, I would have come, you know, maybe today or tomorrow I would have come and, and it may, so maybe next year we can plan that. And I, I had that thought too. I was like, man, I should have asked Karen to do this. And I could bring a cos- couple of cosplayers with me. I mean, you never know, you know, that would have been fun. I like, they're there for like eight hours and they only have me come in for two hours. And I was like, I, my first thought was like, man, I should have brought Karen. Um, I, <laughs> that would have been cute. Because like we, so like, as you can see, I have, toys and action figures yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but I have enough stuff just in my kids area to actually run like the whole camp just like that. So like this today, oh, wow. I was that there was some kids playing with some Batgirl dolls and I was like, Oh, I should, I should have done that. Um, but one of the thoughts I had with it was that, you know, we did the superhero camp last year, but, I had to spend every day at the end of the day, like sanitizing every action figure, spraying yeah. everything down. Trying was just like, you know, I was thinking today, I was like, Oh, look, things are a little different. Um, yeah. and, but I'm, I'm excited for the progress. And, you know, some of those shows that were COVID canceled are finally coming back. Yes, they so are. I'm hoping for, you know, a transition with, you know, some good stuff with that. So one question to ask you, let's say, five, 10 years down the road, uh, DC decides to make a movie the, of your, of this story of bad driven West. They want to make, <laughs> they, they make a movie of your story. Who would play you? Well, in 10 years, it could be different, um, actresses or, you know? or, or now let's go now. Who would play? But let's you? just say if it was now, um, you know, it might be cool to be a, a new actress, just kind of like what, um, you know, the modern age a- actress right now is Leslie Grace. You know, she was going to be in the new Batgirl movie in which, you know, has been canceled and hopefully we'll still have one. But if they ever did my story, I mean, if it was like now, I think um, maybe Elle Fanning, um, you know, um, also um, Joy King, you know, they're, they're new coming out. They, they haven't really been exposed a lot. Um, Elle Fanning and, um, Lily James. Okay. And yeah, I don't know if you know, and, and Joey King, I I think the three of them would probably could probably, um, do that well. Cause they're, you know, they're, uh, they're cute. I mean, they're sweet. And also, you know, they could, I'm sure they can uh, really uh, be strong at the same time. And, you know, I just, I think they, they would probably play a good part for me. Um, I'm thinking, but I know that, you know, Elle and um, Lily might be taller than me. I'm, I'm not sure about Joey, but, you know, that's those three, I think, are pretty cool. I think uh, and maybe it's just because I've, she's been around a lot of my feed lately. But Florence Pugh, um, young lady that was uh, in the Black Widow movie. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there's a lot out there. I, I can't think. And somebody else might say, well, I think that person. And they may, you know, that's just off the kind of top of my head. But yeah, that, that absolutely. 
So to, if you think that, I'm gonna have to check her out. Yeah, I think I, I was. That was just my thought. Like, cause like I think I think high uh, charm, beauty stuff. Like, I was like, I uh, bet like Florence would do well with that. Um, yeah, I have to check her out. Um, and I have to say, I just first of all, I'm grateful that you're out in the Comic Con world. I'm grateful for your book. Um, I really enjoyed reading it. Um, and you know, I recommend it to people all the time. And I'm always grateful, you know, whenever I'm at a con and I know you're somewhere in the building at yeah. some table, I'm like, make sure you go check out Karen, you know. And- oh, you're so sweet. And we always speak, we always hug, you know, and we're going to find each other in that building. We know we're there. I, <laughs> I love that. that. And and that's been one of my favorite things. And like, uh, uh, just the fact that, uh, you know, you've like referred to me as your pastor, like, yeah, yeah it's other people are like, you'll, you'll, you'll go, that's my pastor. And I was like, loving. <laughs> and, and I, I appreciate that. Cause like, you know, there's people that are like that, you know, have seen like my little bits of success and stuff across the way. And they're like, you know, they don't, you know, me going to San Diego didn't impress them. Then me, them hearing you say, that's my pastor. Like, Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's, that's one of my little chick. Exactly. I love it. So if anybody uh, wanted to like check you out on social media or to follow anything else you're doing, where would they find you? Okay. On Facebook is Karen Whitfield Batgirl on Instagram is live like Batgirl. And then um, I am on Amazon for the book as well and blurb and blurb. You can buy it hard copy if you want to do that. But I, um, and I also sell them myself. If you message me on Facebook or Instagram, I sell all of everything that I I have, uh, my books, my posters, um, you know, photographs. I mean, anything that I have pops, then, you know, I'll sell it and mail it myself and sign them. That's awesome. Uh, oh, and I want to mention this. If you do buy a book from Blurb or Amazon, if you bring it to me, if you see that I'm going to be at a Comic-Con, if you bring it to me, I'll be glad to sign it for you and not charge if someone buys it from from them. Okay, sweet. Um, anything else you want to leave people with? Anything you want to know about you or uh, look forward to for you in the future? Well, that's a good question. Um Thank you all. Please come and see me if you can. Um, I'd love to have pictures with you. Um, I'd love to hear your story. I always love to hear the stories of, you know, where you came from and why you are in, um, you know, why you like comics. And just just to just to meet you all, please just come and see me. I'd love to meet you. And um, what do you feel like? uh what do you feel like the show you're look where I know by the time, you know, people are seeing this, uh, you're going to be done with San Diego. Do you have any other shows? You're going back to San Diego. Do you have any shows coming up after that? Uh, yes. San Diego is Wednesday. Um, I will be doing uh, cosplay world, um, August the 5th and 6th and cosplay world is wonderful. They have a lot of cosplay professional cosplayers there. Um, and that's when I'll probably suit up again since, um, I was told I'm like the original cosplayer. I was a cosplayer before cosplay was even a word. There you go. That's it. <laughs> because we were dressing up like characters, you know, back in the day out. So, um, and then after that, I'm going to be in Canada, New Brunswick. It's Frederick New Brunswick, Canada, um, August the 18th, 19th, and 20th. Um, I'm no, yeah, 18th, 19th, 20th, I believe. Um, 
or a 19th, 2021, and I'm going the 17th just to see the city and things before we start. And that's in August. And then September, um, the end of set, well, September the 16th, Batman Day, I'm going to be in Lenora, North Carolina, and I'm going to be suited up. And we're going to have a 66 Batman there as well as a 66 Batmobile at the Highway 55 in Lenore. So if anybody could come there in North Carolina, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to be in Portland, Texas, September 29th um, for three days. And also in Cartersville, um, Georgia at the Cartersville Comic Con. And that's going to be in um, October, October the um, 14th. Yeah, October 14th. And then uh, November 12th is going to be in Zebulon. It's going to be their mini con there. So Ooh, uh, November 14th in Zebulon? Yeah, I believe it's November 14th in Zebulon. Um, or is that October, November 12th? I'm trying to think. November 12th. Uh, it might be November 12th. That's Saturday in Zebulon. So if you can. If you want to reach out with them, they're really nice people. So it's, it's, um, and then um, in, in um, Portland, Texas, is Cadabracon. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I've never been to uh, Southern Texas. I have in Dallas and Houston, but I've never been to that era, area. So it's going to be a lot of fun too. You literally are just still <laughs> bat driven everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. And that could be a fun thing too. You could make a, a bat driven podcast of just you on the road. Yeah, about your experiences. True. Yeah, talk to different celebrities, the cosplayers, and it would be a lot of fun. Fans, I mean, maybe I should start my own podcast. Hey, I'm that, here for it. <laughs> <laughs> that would I might have to use. I might have to contact you for pointers and how do I start this? You know, kind of thing. Hey, uh, the world will be better for it if you do. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll make sure that we have links to all of your sites that you mentioned on the. Uh, uh, in the show notes where you can click on the links to find those. And um, any last, anything else you want to say for we're out? Well, no uh, with the world, the way it is, you know, I I'd like to leave it as, you know, remember that um, everybody has, um, you know, uh, villains in their life and, and you don't know what they're going through. So always be kind to people and just keep that superhero in your heart and help wherever you can, because you just never know that who might need it. And um, thank you for giving me this honor to be brought back out as the Bronze Age Batgirl. And remember, follow um, follow the comics, because you learn a lot from them. Um, and always, um, you know, um, and stay strong and keep your faith. Thanks, Karen. And um, before we go, just want to take a moment to say thank you to our Patreon supporters. Uh, they'll be listed on our Facebook page and, and some of our podcasts as well. And to remember that uh, Faith and Fandom is now part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. And you can hear interviews first at uh, lovethynerd.com slash faithandfandom and watch them first at lovethynerd.com slash YouTube. You'll be able to check them out other places as well. But just want to say thank you to Faith and Fandom for helping make that possible. And Karen, thank you so, or not Faith and Fandom, thank you to Love Thy Nerd for helping make that possible. Karen, uh, it's been great talking to you. And, you know, we haven't been at a show together in long enough. It's been too long. I don't even know how long it's been, but it's like, I'm always glad to see you. Well, I saw your heroes. You came to my booth at Heroes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. June's. June was like a lifetime ago. Yeah, it was a lifetime ago. <laughs> and um, well, yeah, as I'm looking forward to seeing you again soon. Well, thank you, Hector. And thank you, everybody. And have a wonderful day. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.